Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the hotline. He is a 2A attorney, a firearms instructor. He is a damn fine American. He's the host of the Gun Guy Show. He's Guy Relford. Guy, how are you? Man, I'm great. And thanks, as always, to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day. That's Premier Arms in Brownsburg with the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest. And PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg or PremierArms.com. So a couple places I want to go to today. I definitely want to get your thoughts on justified killings because we're seeing an uptick of that here in Marion County. But let's start with an update on this discrimination by financial institutions on social credit situation that you've been involved with. Uh, Very briefly, reset what's going on and what's the update? Yeah, this is a bill, Senate Bill 28, that is set for a hearing this Wednesday at 8.30 in the morning in room 130. And we really need um, our our pro-Second Amendment, frankly, pro-liberty and anti-woke individuals to show up for this hearing. It's Wednesday morning at 8.30. But this is a bill that would prevent uh, discrimination by financial institutions against either businesses or individuals based on, for instance, their involvement in a business um, that involves firearms. Or, but it's much broader than that. It's actually the use of a so-called social credit score uh, that can be based on things like whether your company has a diversity, equity, and inclusion program, or whether your company hires um, with uh, affirmative action uh, quota requirements, uh, or whether your industry or business uh, is involved um, in uh, the fossil fuel industry. Why the uh, hell does that matter to financial institutions? Well, it shouldn't. And that's exactly what this bill is about, because so many banks now and credit card companies are, are, are deciding to be woke and they and they, they're getting pressured by different organizations, getting pressured by uh, the Biden administration and others um, to institute these woke policies where they are discriminating. And for instance, I personally uh, and, and you guys and I have talked about it on more than one occasion. I've had a credit card processing company refuse to do business with me. You know, with 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 a company that has a, a, a perfect credit rating, doesn't want to do business with me, with me simply because I'm a firearms instructor, and I've had other instructors do the same thing. I've had you teach multiple- safety courses. You wrote a book on yeah. safety. You're trying to help people, <laughs> and these morons they want to give you a hassle. 
Exactly. Now, I don't go out looking for business loans. Uh, I'm lucky my businesses tend to be self-sufficient. But if I were, if I was starting a new business, uh, there are banks out there that will turn down a loan, not based on your credit worthiness, uh, but based on the industry you're associated with that they simply disapprove of. Because it has to do, for instance, with firearms or it has to do with fossil fuels uh, and then or other, like give you a score, like asking, well, do you have a diversity, equity and inclusion program at your business? Well, if not, then that's a, that's a big black mark on your credit application. Obviously, that's ridiculous, uh, but companies are doing that, and Senate Bill 28 um, would, would prohibit that, and this is huge. This is a big deal, and uh, we really need people to show up and make their voices heard because, listen, the banking industry is against it. They want to discriminate where they where they can, where they feel like, where they want to, and they don't want this kind of, of limitation even when it's based on such ridiculous uh, considerations as uh, as this woke agenda. Um, and the banker banking lobby has some pull, so we really need people to show up at eight thirty in the morning in room one thirty at the state house. So, besides the banking industry, are the, who are the legislators? Is there any pushback uh, from you know Democrats in the legislature? Uh, right now, who, who? What are you hearing? Well, sure. I mean, you know, I, I fully expect that the Democrats. This is the uh, the Insurance and Financial Institutions Committee in the Senate, and I fully expect Democrats on that committee who would who would love to see a woke agenda. Uh, you know, essentially forcing these policies on businesses, uh, whether it's good policy or not, whether it has anything to do with credit worthiness or not. Uh, there are folks out there that you know that, that believe in in these ridiculous uh, woke agendas uh, that would love to see these forced on who's your businesses and who's your individuals. Um, so we'll see what happens in that committee hearing at 8 30 uh wednesday morning in room 130 but um but 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 i, I fully expect to be able to report back and, and name names as far as who said what in that committee hearing absolutely please do that whether it be on your show the gun guy show or here next monday let's get some names going here uh we're chatting absolutely. with guy relford it's monday gun day all right so i sent you an article this morning about the number of quote, justified killings in Marion County. And I think this is interesting. Now, a justified killing means you're at home, somebody has broken into your home, has threatened you, and you have defended yourself or you have defended your castle, so to speak, a justified killing. Because what's bizarre to me, Guy, is if you listen to the mayor and you listen to the prosecutor, they're going to tell you just the gun is the problem. Too many guns in Marion County. It's just the gun. But it sounds like here law-abiding citizens uh, who are doing everything right, thank God they have their weapons in these situations. Well, that's exactly right, and and it, it certainly applies to exactly what you were talking about, Hammer. Uh, where if, you know I'm in my home, I can defend my home and my family. Uh, but also, a justified killing could also be, for instance, what we saw in July of 2022, which is Eli Dickin, the hero in Greenwood, who who stopped a mass shooting. Um, and I've defended now, as you guys know, uh, nearly uh, a dozen of these folks that have used deadly force uh, to defend themselves or defend others that are heroes. And and we see more of that now happening in Marion County. And I was actually very surprised, even though I track these issues and I'm involved on a legal basis um, with uh, many of, of these shootings, to see the overall statistics that you sent me uh, this morning, which is, which is that uh, approaching half – of the shootings in Marion County in January 
have been justified self-defense shootings. And that could be at home. It could be out on the street, defending yourself against a robbery or a rape or some other violent crime, all of which is justified. And this is amazing to me because keep in mind, in the overall context here, we're talking about shootings in general in Marion County being down, uh, for instance, last year, uh, approaching 20%. And, 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 and that, is, that is homicides in general. And then a statistic that says nearly half of recent shootings um, have been justified. What's that telling you? That tells that tell you that crime is heading in the right direction, that people, law-abiding citizens' ability to defend themselves, their families, and their homes is on the rise. And all of this is since we passed constitutional carry in Indiana that gives law-abiding citizens the ability to carry a firearm uh, without having to go beg permission from the government first. I want to I hear how the anti-gun people and all those folks that told us that uh, that constitutional carry was somehow going to increase crime or increase uh, attacks on police officers or, or increase murders generally, uh, how they're going to respond because all of this data is telling us exactly the opposite. That That's exciting to me. And look, I don't celebrate the loss of human life. You guys know me. You've known me for a long time. I, I'm, I'm not out jumping up and down celebrating uh, when somebody dies. Uh, you know, human life is a sacred thing. But you know what? As between the bad guys dying and the good guys dying uh I'll, I'll cheer for the good guy to win every time that's why i'm a firearms instructor that's why i carry a gun every day and these this data is uh is really encouraging and you know what if, if the hazard administration for instance can't convince the bad guys to stop being bad guys maybe the, the law-abiding citizen can because it was a great saying uh, uh, Colonel Jeff Cooper, the guy who founded Gunsight Institute, where I go training all the time, he had a great quote, and this is like from the 70s, and it said, the criminal does not fear the criminal justice system. He does not feel jail. He does not fear his fellow criminal. He does not fear the jury or the gallows. What he must be taught to fear is his potential victim. Basically, if you could put that into modern day terms, that's F-A-F-O, F around and find out. That's exactly right. And half the homicides for January in Marion County were actually justified self-defense shootings. That telling you that Colonel Jeff Cooper's advice is coming right home right here in Indiana, and that's exciting to me. By the way, Hammer is uh, the complete opposite of you. I know personally he celebrates when these things happen. He, he's, he jumps up and down. He has no When there's qualms. a dead bad guy, guy, um, i got to be honest, I'm a romantic when it comes to a dead bad guy. i gotta, I got a really – got kind of a – maybe this is a dumb question or a convoluted question. Um, in terms of justified killings, what if it's between two, like, gangbangers or drug dealers? Like a drug deal gone wrong, for instance, and one drug dealer pulls out a gun and the other guy kills him. Is that still – you know, well, it's a great question. If you're committing a crime um, at the time a confrontation arises uh, as a result yeah. of your commission of that crime, you can't you can't claim self-defense. But if your commission of the crime is unrelated to the to the confrontation itself, then you don't lose the ability to defend yourself. Okay. So uh, that that sounds a little legalese. Let me give you an example. If I'm on the corner dealing drugs and somebody just tries to murder me in a drive-by shooting, okay, I can defend myself and lawfully defend myself even though I'm dealing drugs. Right. If I, and this is a real case, if I break into a, 
a warehouse to, to burglarize a bunch of big screen TVs, and there's a guy in there burglarizing the same big screen TVs, and we get a little territorial, and uh, and I, I shoot my fellow burglar because I don't want him stealing the best TVs. I can't claim self-defense because I, I was committing a crime at the time the, of the confrontation, and my commission of the crime caused the confrontation. So long-winded way of saying, I, even like say I'm carrying a gun illegally. And somebody tries to murder me, I can still defend myself. I may go to jail for possession of a firearm by a serious violent felon, for instance, but I don't lose the ability to defend myself. So, yes, bad guys can justifiably use force and self-defense. Real quick, we got about a minute left here, Guy. Um, you were telling me that one of your clients was sued by the family of a dead bad guy. What was the update with that, and what was that about? Yeah, uh, this is uh, exactly the kind of thing we're talking about here, but it also involves the application of our new self-defense immunity law. I say new, it, it passed into law in 2019. I'm really proud of it because I wrote it, and it was based on my experience defending clients in this exact situation. But a lot of times, even if you're justified and, and you never get sued as a result of your use of force or deadly force in self-defense or defense of others, um, even if you never get prosecuted, I should say, um, and and so the the authorities say you are completely justified. A lot of times, people will still get sued, and like the family of a dead bad guy, or you say the the bad guy's just wounded, they'll turn around and sue. And you've heard this for years. Oh yeah, a guy broke into my house, and I defended myself, and I wound, I shot him and wounded him, and then he sued me because I you know overreacted or I wasn't justified. The self defense immunity law says you have complete immunity. If you weren't prosecuted for a crime, you can use that lack of prosecution to get any civil lawsuit dismissed. And if you get a civil lawsuit dismissed on the basis of the immunity, there's a mandatory attorney's fees award where the bad guy who sued you despite this immunity or their family of the dead bad guy who sued you despite the immunity can actually uh, be, be ordered, will actually be ordered by the court to pay your attorney's fees, to reimburse you your attorney's fees. And, uh, yeah, we just got an award in one of my cases where my client uh, defended his home. Guy was trying to break in in the middle of the night. I tried to kick in his door, then broke a back window and was trying to climb through the window. And my client defended himself uh, with justified and legal uh, deadly force. Uh, the family of the, the the person trying to break in still filed a lawsuit. And not only did we get that case dismissed, uh, but the court just awarded uh, attorney's fees as against the, the plaintiffs in that case of, uh, of right at about $15,000. So wow. it said it says not only should you not – should. Dead, right. Bad guys uh, uh, not file those lawsuits. Their families not file those lawsuits. But if they do, um, then they can actually be ordered to, to uh, reimburse attorney's fees. That's a big deal, and it's a big deterrent, and that's exactly what we wanted it to be. So it's a big victory for Indiana gun owners. Where can we find you, reach out to you, hire you, and do all the things, Guy Relford? Uh, we can finish uh, or, or further the discussion uh, at uh, on Twitter, at Guy Relford, uh, at Guy Relford on Twitter. Guy, you're the best. Thank you. Hey, buddy. Thanks, guys.